0: Are you excited for the word, church? Yes, you need to be excited. Every time when you come together, you have to say that, God, I am excited and I'm expecting God to speak to me. Amen, right? So uh, we need to understand that the word is life to us because without the word of God, we have nothing to hope for we have nothing to believe so we need to know that god this is the word that i'm holding on to this is the word of god that i am going to feed on this whole week amen so it is not for us to just receive some word and forget about it no we need to feed on the word every week after week you know what as christians the bible calls us the light right and it also says we are the salt all right so what does it mean you are the light and you are the salt that means you are the solution to the world amen you are the solution to the world the world needs you so when you are taken out from a situation when you are taken out from a place that place is filled with darkness because you are the light and the light is not there am I right okay so wherever you go see yourself as light you understand what i'm telling wherever you go uh, main especially when you walk into your business when you walk into your college when you walk into your workplace see yourself that as the moment i walk into that place light comes right till you are you reach if if your work starts at 8 o'clock till 8 there's no light there right So you have to see yourself that the moment I walk in, I bring the light of God with me. I am the light. Hallelujah. I am the salt. So I am a blessing in this place. I am a solution to whatever problems that is going to come. That is how God has created us. Amen. Right. Let us turn to Micah chapter 4. Micah chapter 4 verse 1. Now it shall come to pass... In the later days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. I'll repeat again. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days. Can someone take Haggai? What is our theme verse? Who can remember? Yes, can someone read that? Haggai chapter 2 verse 9. The glory of the
1: latter temple. The glory of the latter temple. temple, Shall be greater mm. than the former. Mm. And in this place I will give peace. Amen.
0: Now you read Micah chapter 4 verse 1.
1: Now it shall come to pass Mm. in the latter days. In the
0: latter days.
1: That the mountain of the Lord's house.
0: Lord's house. Wherever you are, it is the Lord's house. Amen in the mountain of the Lord's house
1: shall be established on the top of the mountains shall be established on the top top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the and hills,
0: shall be exalted above the hills the peoples shall flow to it shall flow to it hallelujah we are walking in this day of the prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. Right? Can you see it It can be uh, an Old Testament prophet who has prophesied. But this is for us. It says that it shall come to pass in the latter days. This is now. And what is he telling? That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountain. So what we need to believe that I am going to be established in everything that I do. Amen. I'm going to be established and, sh- and it says and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. Right. So we are going to see an increase in every area of our life. Do you believe church? You need to take this verse and say that God, it says that people shall flow to it. That means I'm going to receive favor everywhere around. Wherever you go, you are going to see the favor of God. You are going to see the favor of men. You know they are just going to come. They are just going to flow towards you. Amen? Right? So we need to understand that this is the year of the promised land. So this word that I will be established, that I'll be exalted above the hills, that people shall flow towards me is the one we need to expect and walk into. And that is how we are going to see greater glory. Amen. Right? We, we cannot be sitting and doing nothing and expecting nothing and nothing is going to happen. You know, we cannot be like that. We need to know that God, this is the word for me. I will be established. I will be exalted. People will flow towards me. So we need to know and declare that and expect it coming in your way. Hallelujah. Amen. Right? How many of you are excited? How many of you are going to see these things come to pass? Amen. You have to call forth. This this is what it says. And people shall flow to it. They are going to flow. The favor is going to flow. The, the wealth of the unrighteous are going to flow. Right? If you don't want, it's okay. Amen. The Bible tells us so there's nothing wrong in expecting every wealth of the unrighteous is going to, yes, it's going to make its way. It's going to flow towards you. Amen. Right, so you need to expect it. So we need to know that God, I want to walk in this. Right, so we know that we are in the promised land, but in the promised land, we know that there are giants. We have been studying so many things continuously for the last one month, right? But today, again, I'm going to share with you some of the strategies to overcome your giants. Right, let us turn to Deuteronomy chapter 1. I'm just, I've just taken the verses from Deuteronomy chapter 1. Let us l- read Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 19 to 20.
1: So we departed from horror and went through all that great and terrible wilderness which you saw on the way to the mountains of the Amorites, as the Lord our God had commanded us. Then we came to Kadesh Barnea, and I said to you, you have come to the mountains of the Amorites. You
0: have come to the mountains of the Amorites. Which the Lord
1: our God is giving us. You,
0: which the Lord our God is giving us. Amen. Right? So we see here Moses is talking to the people and he is telling, you have Come, you have arrived So before you see All the promises in your life Being fulfilled, we have been Studying about this topic, even Last year we we, we learned Many times that we have to See before we possess it Do you remember, right? Here it says Moses is telling, you have come To the mountains of the Amorites Which the Lord our God Is giving us So seeing in your mind And spirit is very important before you know how to overcome all your giants. so what are the problems there are many problems we may face in this uh, promised land but what are the problems that we face in this promised land number one number one is stick to one voice stick to one voice see the problem we face is we start to listen to many voices Right. So what you need to remember is We stick to one voice And what is that voice? Verse 21 and 22
1: Look, the Lord your God Has set the land before you Go up and possess it As the Lord God of your fathers Has spoken to you Do not fear or be discouraged Okay,
0: Moses is looking at the Israelites And telling, look This is what God is speaking to you I have set the land before you You go and possess it as the Lord God of your fathers has spoken to you. Do not fear. Do not be discouraged. And then verse 22. And every one of you. Yes. What did Moses tell? Moses tell them this is what the Lord is speaking. Moses is not telling, hey, I think this is what we need to do. This is uh, my opinion. No. Moses is so clear. He's telling that the Lord your God has spoken to you. What will you do when you, when you hear somebody say, the Lord has spoken? Immediately surrender. No other words, am I right? This is what we need to do when you know for sure God has spoken. And But what are the people doing here? Yep.
1: And everyone of Everyone,
0: you, say everyone.
1: Came near to me and said, let us send men before us and let them search out the land for us and bring back word to us of the way by which we should go up and of the cities into which we shall come.
0: Mm. Did God tell them to send the spice? No. Is it clear? God did not tell them to send the spice. God just told them, I have given you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Just go and possess it. Immediately, every everyone, so many voices. How many of you have experienced this in your life? If you make a decision, you, you think you, you pray and God spoke to you and God said something, you have to do this. The moment you come and tell your parents, the moment you come and tell your spouse, the moment you come and tell your children, everybody's voice can be heard. Anyone? Right? Okay. Okay. Everybody will come and give, each one will come and give one advice. Each one will come and tell, oh, okay. So everybody will start to come and give you advice. Hey, I think this is how it has to be done. This is how you need to do. This is how, yeah, I know, God spoke. But this is how, this is what has happened to the Israelites. Everyone, everyone came and spoke. Here, Moses was so clear, he declared, God has set the land before you. Go and possess it. Do not fear and do not be discouraged. That is the one voice you need to stick to. Amen, right? That is the one voice. Why are you listening to every voice when you are sure that God has spoken to you? Stick to that one voice hallelujah stick to that one voice here you see that immediately every one of them is coming and giving ideas everyone is giving ideas hey no 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 we cannot be doing this you know their voices are just the opposite of what God has spoken can you see that God said go and possess it don't be afraid don't be discouraged it is done. But immediately they are telling that just the opposite. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. We cannot go and possess it. What are we going to do? We are going to send spice. Can you recognize if a voice comes to you and if that voice is not from God? Can you recognize it? You know, many Christians fail to recognize the voice. Moses has been their leader. But here they are not ready to receive. God spoke to them through Moses. But they were not ready to receive to that one voice. So in order to overcome your giants, always be sure, always make sure that I'm going to stick to that one voice. If God speaks, that's it. Amen. Many times, the many voices that we hear will be from our closed circle. Right? So, you need to be very careful. How can you discern? See, the problem with many people, they are not able to discern the voice of the enemy the enemy speaks to you like like for example i was reading how the enemy speaks like say a person says i want to die i want to commit suicide you know what is that you must know that it is the enemy enemy comes to you you think that you are speaking you are having the thought but when the enemy speaks to you he will always speak to you in the first person i i when he speaks i when you think that i am going to do this i that is how the enemy speaks, All right? So you need to be so careful and discerning when 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 somebody speaks just the opposite of what the Word of God says. There must be a bell that comes there, ding, hey, something wrong. This is not what God spoke to me. This is not what God is speaking to me, Amen. So the first problem: these people did not receive the voice or direction from the Lord. Who received the direction from the Lord? Moses, right? Moses received from the Lord and Moses is coming and declaring. But these people who are coming against, they are not the one who has received the message. There is a Moses God is speaking through. Why you need other opinions when you already heard from God? Amen. Amen. Right? So when you have received the voice When you have received the instructions From the Lord, stick to it So be careful what voices You receive, be careful Of what voices you listen to So when you receive a voice You need to be very sure Whether it is my voice Or it is the enemy's voice Or it is God's voice Right? You can have three Voices, your voice God's voice and the enemy's Voice so, you need to stand and tell that God, I have to be sure of whose voice I am. Amen. Right? So, many times we fail. Why? Because you are not used to listening to God's voice. Get your ears used to listening to God's voice. Amen. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm telling? So when many advices come, when many counsels come, when many voices come, what you need to do, you have to be so confident that I have heard from the Lord that I will go and possess it. That's it. It is done. Just go ahead. Don't be led by popular opinions. Don't be led by opinions of the people. Let us read verse 23. What happens? Moses heard from the Lord amen and then immediately people coming and telling oh yes we are going to send spies okay the plan pleased me well what is the response of Moses Moses telling yeah 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 right when God was telling me I was thinking about this to send some spies I know when God was talking already I'm having this plan send 12 spies Oh, you are right. You are so right. So the plan pleased me well. So I took 12 of your men, one man from each tribe. Look at Moses. So this is the place where Moses did a mistake. All right. Oh, pastor, you have sinned. You have said Moses made a mistake. Why is a mistake written in the Bible? So that we read that and we don't do the same thing. Amen. right so we don't do the same thing so it says that moses said if the plan pleased me well how can it please you how can this plan please you because this plan is not from god do you understand what i'm telling he has become a man pleaser. Moses has become, he's telling that, I want to please men, right? So he says that when you want to, you want to slay giants, when you want to overcome your giants, you cannot be people pleasers. That was the problem of Moses. He did not realize that pleasing these people would disqualify him from entering into the promised land, right? Right? Moses was disqualified from entering into the promised land. Why? Because he decided to please people. God has given you specific instruction. I have given you the mountains. I have given you the land. Go and possess. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. But immediately Moses said, this pleased me. You know, when you continue to read, you know that Everybody, God said, no one can enter the promised land except Joshua and Caleb. Moses did not realize right now as I'm pleasing these people, I'm going to be disqualified from entering into the promised land. See, it's always a danger to live a life pleasing people. Not only that, when you start to please people, what happens? They start to dictate your life. Am I right? They start to tell you what to do. They start to lead your life. They start to tell that all these things you have to tell because you are pleasing them. You cannot please everyone You know, sometimes being a pastor You want to do something Everybody will come and give every advice Pastor, we can do this Pastor, we can do like this Do like that You know, I'll be just sitting Oh God, what should I do now? You know, it's so difficult You can't, you know I'm not a person who just straight away on the face No, 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 I cannot do it I I can't do that you know, it, it, it really needs, uh, you know, the tactic, the the strategies, how to please everybody. At the same time, you have to please only God. right? So it, it is not an easy job. I understand Moses very well. There are so many people and everyone comes and tells, this is what you need to do. And Moses just gave into it. That caused him entering into the promised land. So always be careful whom you please. It's always better to please God rather than people. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. The next one I'm going to talk about how you get to overcome your giants in your promised land is good report versus bad report. Good report versus bad report. Verse 24 to 25.
1: And they departed.
0: And they departed. They already said that we are sending the spice all the spice left okay
1: and went up into the mountains and came to the valley of ash and spied it out they also took some of the fruit of the land in their hands and brought it down to us and they brought back word to us saying it is a good land which the lord our god is giving us
0: what did they say when they came back it is a good land is a good report or bad report What comes first? Good report comes first. Right? They said, oh, it is a very good land. Okay, then.
1: Nevertheless, you would not go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. Okay. So here, they come back and
0: tell it is a good land. It is a good land. And they saw good things in the land. And not only they saw, what did they do? They brought back what they saw they saw big huge fruits you know uh, the the grapes the pomegranates all those things they have never seen anywhere else even i believe until now you go to israel you can see all these things am i right okay so you you know that all these things are so prosperous they saw and they brought back they brought back proof to say that this is a good land it's not that they. I saw that, okay, just come and say good land. No, they brought back proof that this is a good land. But what are they telling? Nevertheless, even you have received good news, you are not going to go. Right? Even you received good news, you are not going to go. Verse 26, it says, Nevertheless, you would not go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. Though they heard the good report They rebelled I repeat again Though they heard good report They rebelled against God So what is it? Lack of faith in the kingdom of God Is considered as lack of obedience Say ouch Lack of faith in the kingdom of God Is considered as lack of obedience So God said go Go but here they are giving excuses. You know, they are giving excuses, and the Bible calls them. What is the Bible calls them? Rebelled. Are you happy if someone calls you a rebel? No, we don't want anybody to call us rebel, right? Hey, he is a rebel, she's a rebel. No, we don't want. But according to God, when he gives you a command, if you don't follow the command, it is rebel. They rebelled against God. So God said, go, but they are giving excuses. In God's sight, it is considered as rebellion. So when you are giving excuses to serve God, when you're giving excuses to to do what God has asked you to do, God, when you say no to it, your excuses looks like you are rebelling against God. Oh no, this is not nice to hear, right? But we need to know that God, along with the good report, you are going to receive bad report. I repeat again, along with every good report, you are going to receive bad report. There is no place where you go and say that, oh, in this place, I only receive good report. Hey, sorry, you're already in heaven then. If you are in this world, You cannot expect only good report. There are going to be bad report. Right? There are going to be bad report. So along with every good report, the enemy is going to attach, he's going to join together a bad report to you. But how are you going to react to it? The problem is not hearing a bad report, but the problem is what is your reaction to the bad report? You understand what I'm telling? You will receive good report. You will receive a report. It is good. The land is good. And you also receive a bad report. But what God bothers God is, what is your reaction to the bad report? How do you respond to your bad report? God cannot be moved by any bad reports. Amen. The doctors can give you 101 bad reports. Your bankers can give any kind of bad reports, but God cannot be moved. Amen. He is not moved by the bad report. You know, I've seen people the moment they hear something bad, they close their ears. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear. You know, if you say something about their problem, oh don't don't say the word, don't say the word. Have literally seen this kind of people you know they will try to ignore it all these things will not work you can you can close your ears how long you want you can ignore it how long you want you can you can don't mention the name how long you want but as long as you are not responding to the good report you are going not going to see a miracle So good report versus bad report. All you need to do is, I can hear how many bad reports I want, but I know only the good report is going to come to pass in my life. Amen. So all you have to do is, do not be moved. Stand with the good report. Look at your neighbor and say, stand with the good report. There will be problems in the promised land. You know, every, many times you would have thought that, oh, this year, the, the theme is wonderful. Year of the promised land. I don't have to worry about anything. But there will be bad reports. There will be promises. Sorry, uh, bad reports in the promised land. There will be problems, but what you cannot run away from it. But what you can do is you can fly above all the problems that is coming your way. Amen. You have already overcome everything. When you hear a bad report, do not dwell in the bad report. Don't dwell in the bad report. Verse 27.
1: And you complained in your tents... Mm. And say, because the Lord hates us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Huh.
0: If you dwell on the negative report long enough, the demons will also add more to the negative report. You keep thinking about, there's so much good things they spoke about it, you're not thinking about it all you're thinking about is the bad report the negative reports the more you continue to think about the bad report enemy is not going to keep quiet he's going to add more to it yes there are problems but why are you dwelling in your problem every one of us have problem but the question is why are you still dwelling in the problem The more you start to dwell in your problem The more you start talking about your problem The more you start thinking about the enemy Everything is about the devil Everything is about the enemy You know the more you start to do that The more you will start to see But what I am trying to tell here is Many times we are so demon conscious Right We are so sickness conscious There are people where Oh if I do this I will already get the sickness So I'm going to prevent it from coming So they take something You know Oh there is a dust allergy So I have to prevent something Oh there is a flu allergy I have to prevent You know They are already They are so conscious about sickness Have you seen people like that? Right? They are so conscious about demon They are so conscious about sickness They are conscious about everything else except God dwelling in the bad report so it is time that you have to come out of it the more you dwell in it what happens you start to murmur you start to complain you start to speak about it instead of solving the problem you start to meditate on the problem and then what happens you start to say that god hates me god hates me. That is what has happened in verse 27. They said God hates us. God hates us. People who have seen the miracle of God in the wilderness for 40 years who saw the Red Sea opening who saw the Jordan River opening, who saw Manna from heaven Who saw every kind of miracle and now they are telling God hates us. You know, from the beginning until now, people are the same. You know, more and more I'm seeing people who have seen God's miracles so much in their life and they come to a place where they say God hates us. They are not standing and believing God. People have become like this Israelites. I I was just wondering why people never change. Why people never change from the time of the Israelites until now they are same. Forgetting about all the miracles, forgetting about all the goodness that God has done and come to a place and say, God hates us. You know what the enemy's first strategy is to make you doubt God's goodness in your life. If any time in your life, if you doubt the goodness of God, remember that it is the enemy that is putting the thought in your mind. You start to doubt the goodness of God. The more you dwell in the bad report, you start to doubt the goodness of God. The more you start to dwell in the bad report, you start to doubt, does God even love me? You start to cry, God have mercy on me. Where have you been? You left me. You know, we tell all kind of things. But you do not know that my God will never leave me nor forsake me. Here they are telling that our God has brought us to destroy us. Whose character is destroying? It's the devil. His character is to steal, kill and destroy. But here they are telling God is going to destroy How careful we have to be. You know, we need to know that, no, this is not how I need to start my life. This is not how I have to overcome the giant. You cannot be dwelling in your bad report anymore. Amen. So in order to overcome giants, you need to know that I'm going to stick to the good report. I will not dwell in the bad report. Lastly, What happens when you start to continue to dwell in the bad report? You start to compare yourself. Verse 28.
1: Where can we go up? Where can we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our hearts, Mm -hmm. saying, The people are greater and taller than we.
0: The people, the giants in the promised land are greater and taller than we.
1: The cities are greater. The
0: cities are great.
1: And fortified up to heaven. Okay. Moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakim there.
0: Look at these people, they are comparing. Hey, we are five feet tall, but they are 12 feet tall. Our houses are, are small, but their houses are so big. Their walls, our walls are small. Maybe you build a wall which is like eight feet but they are already 12 so if they want to build a wall they are going to build maybe 16 or 20 it's going to be big they start to compare see anytime you compare yourself with others you have fallen into the trap of the enemy right oh my friend has bought two cars I have only one car Oh, my friend has bought three houses. I have only one house. You're comparing, but you don't see the goodness of God in your life. This is what the Israelites are doing The cities are great The cities are fortified up to the heaven You should not be afraid of the giants You should not be afraid to see great things Because God has already planned That when you go in There is going to be greater protection for you in that place Amen If you buy a bed You are going to just buy maybe a queen size Maybe a king size That's all But you know what? God fills you up with a bed where you can just roll from north to south and there's nobody to disturb you. Why? Because the giants were sleeping in the bed. And that is what God is giving, greater glory. Amen. And I'm not saying this. This is in Deuteronomy 6 verse 11.
1: So it shall be, when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful to cities- To give you what? Large and beautiful cities, uh. which you did not build. Look at look at the promise that God is giving you. People are so scared. Oh, this is so large.
0: The city is so large, but God is selling. You don't have to, even you build, so you cannot build this large. I, I have prepared the giants To build it for you You go and enjoy it And then what is he telling in verse 11 Houses full of all good things Houses full of all good things Right? That was a huge one And here God says I f- give you houses full of Full of How many of you do not want houses Which is full of good things And here people are sitting and complaining. We cannot go. There are giants there. Their walls are bigger. Their houses are big. But that same thing that you are complaining, God is giving you as a blessing.
1: Continue. Houses full of all good things which you did not fill. Which you did not fill. How much money you need to fill a house
0: with the decent things. Easily it will take minimum 100,000. Alright? Minimum. To fill, fill the house with good things.
1: You did not fill. And out uh, Continue. Wells which you did not dig. Mm. Vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten and are full.
0: Hallelujah. This is the blessing that God is giving you. This is the blessing that we are going to walk into this year. Amen. Right? In your mind, the enemy is speaking, this is rubbish. In your mind, the enemy is talking, this is not possible. But you will receive testimonies end of this year and you will think that oh no, I, I have failed. Don't mock at anybody's faith. If they hold on to this verse, it will come to pass.